0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Stacking Slabs. This is your hobby content alternative, and I am your host, Brett McGrath. I collect sports cards, and I get up every week and talk to you all about the joys of collecting sports cards. I am recording this episode a bit early. I am heading out of town. I'm going on vacation, and that vacation is ending in Rosemont. My brother is picking me up on the side of the road off of 65. going to do the hot tag, hop in his vehicle, and get to the damn show. But before I do that, taking some time off from work, from life, and just kicking it with family and hopefully doing a lot of nothing. Strategically planned this one. Been running really, really hard. And it's time to unwind. And I can't think of a better way to end a vacation than being in a massive room with a bunch of passionate collectors who are on vacation too, away from all of life's stresses and all of the responsibilities. And all we have to do is focus in, look at some cards, meet some buddies, and do the damn thing. I want to first and foremost thank you our unofficial sponsors. You know, we do this show every week and we're very fortunate unofficially we get just this line of sponsors from all across the globe who ask me, they say, Brett, I know your audience is so passionate and I've got this product or service and I think that it would be great for them. Can you please promote it on your show. And I always have to turn brands away. And most of the time, I turn these brands unofficially away because what they're selling does not fit within the Stacking Slabs program. It's not what we're doing over here. We are simple people. you know. We go to work. We hang out with our kids. We be great husbands and wives. That's what we do. And when we have a little bit of time, we just enjoy sports cards. So we don't want anything complex. We just want simple stuff. And through all of the uh, weaving in and out of unofficial sponsors and people who want to write checks, and I got to turn those checks away because I say this money is not good here. The one check unofficially that we're cashing in this week, National Week, is from my good friends at Culver's. Shout out unofficially to Culver's because they are the unofficial sponsor of the Stacking Slabs podcast, episode 339, I believe, this week. And man, you want to sink your teeth into a butter burger. You want to feel really good about yourself. Frozen custard, cheese curds, all the things. I'm heading up, going up 65 on the way to vacation before the national, and I'm planning to hit. If I'm not hitting two or three Culver's, I'm doing myself a disservice. The Culver's, fine people. I love Culver's. It's great. Go check it out. Don't stop at any of the other places. They're not worth it. I promise you. You want a good, family-friendly atmosphere and a burger that's going to fill up your belly. You're all coming from all different angles right now as this episode goes live, okay? You are coming from all over the country and you're coming into the Midwest. If you see a Culver's, please stop at the Culver's on your way to the National. Take a picture show Culver's, tag Culver's, tag Stacking Slabs. What we're trying to do right now is get everybody fed before they go spend all of the time digging through the boxes and digging through cards. So thank you unofficially to the fine people at Culver's. I'm excited about Butterburgers. I'm excited about vacation. I'm excited about training camp. I need football. Give me football. I actually just got really thrilled when I was thinking about, you know what, it's not too Long away that we have actual guys tackling each other that are going to be on our screen. It seems like it has been forever since the dust has settled on the last Super Bowl. I mentioned this on the last episode, but I've been digging into the quarterback um, series on Netflix, been enjoying that. I love the just getting to understand just the mindset of an NFL quarterback and understanding the personalities of Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, um, and Marcus Mariota. And I got to tell you, man, like Kirk Cousins. I I've always like thought he was a little bit underrated and I know he gets a lot of shit but um I think he's just a good passionate dude and so I'm I'm kind of pulling for him going into this season. I've been enjoying watching him. Um but you know we're here we're going to talk a little bit about the national. I don't really have too much of a formal agenda honestly like my daughter's asleep right now. I just got done packing bags. After I get done recording it's going to go in the car and we're going to hit the road. So I'm just going to share what's on my mind. Um, This might be a little brief, but I just wanted to keep the content engine rolling on the Stacking Slice podcast, even though I'm going to be out next week. Got to make sure we get it in. You know, the momentum is solid. Um, The text messages, the group chats, all this stuff is solid. I'm just thrilled about what we're about to walk into. I think you know, there's been so much commentary so much engagement and about what what what's going to transpire this week and it's almost like you know christmas when i was a kid you know you wait all this time you there's an anticipation once thanksgiving gets done and you know all the turduckens get passed out and we have those thanksgiving day games you know we as we kids we look forward to christmas and just What's gonna happen. And then when Christmas is over, it's almost like, man, what just happened? But it's the it's you know, Christmas was exciting as kids, but it's almost that moment and that momentum going into Christmas that makes it just that much more exciting. And that feeling is how I feel right now going into this show. And I don't really know what to expect. And I certainly have been made. E- I have put out the bat signal to a few people I know who will be there who have cards that I like or I want seeing if we could potentially get deals done before. Um nothing is comp- nothing at the time of this recording is formalized yet, but I'm hoping that I can use that proactive activity up front to land some cards that I've been thinking about for a while as opposed to trying to find the needle in the haystack. At the show, finding the needle in the haystack and digging through everything is part of the fun and the journey. And I'm certainly going to do that. But what I came to this realization of is like, I know the cards that I want and I know people who have these cards. Let's see if now is the time in the calendar year, since everyone's going to be high on the hobby, to get in front of those people, make a freaking deal and bring those cards back to my collection. So that's what I'm excited to dig into and figure out if it's going to happen. And I got some messages this week and I want to say this just because I thought it was a good call out. And there are so many content conversations happening regarding the national. Certainly I have been a contributor, been continuing to beat that drum, but I I do want to say this. Not everyone is going to the national. I couldn't go to the national last year. And you don't need to be at the national to validate kind of you as a collector. You don't, it's, there is no status symbol. There's no reward uh people aren't getting bonus points in the hobby we're not getting extra cards by going to the national we just get the opportunity based on organization you know taking off time to spend a few days or a whole week out with a bunch of other wrestling or card collecting degenerate so i just wanted to say that like not everyone's going to be there and i would say this like this was me last year i was not at the show but what did I do? What I do, I try to do whatever I could to follow along on Instagram, try to understand what deals were getting done, and also trying to understand what was in other dealer showcases. And so I would message those dealers, and I would say, "Hey, I understand you're at the show, you're trying to get these cards moved, but there's a couple cards in your case that I like. If you don't come home or if you don't end up selling them, let me know." Nine times out of ten, whenever I've done that. The seller will always say, okay, well, why don't we just get a deal done? I'll hold that back for you. So if you're, you're not there and you're seeing cards and showcases, dealers are probably busier than ever. So it might be ch- challenging to contact them. You can reach out to them or you can reach out to other resources and people you know at the show. Shoot them a PayPal, have them pick up the card. That's always, so, like we're, we're here to help each other out. So I would highly recommend that. Like if you're at home and you got buddies going to the show give them your list. Like if they're real friends, if they're going to help you out and they see a card, they're going to try to get that card back in your collection. So just because you're not at the show doesn't mean you can't be a part of the show. Also there, the the national is the most talked about show of the year, but there are so many shows that go on regionally and go on around your city. And a lot of what we've talked about on the show and things that have been said can be applied to smaller regional shows too. So I just wanted to call those things out. Um, I think lots of us are going to be acting like children in a good way this past week. I think we've got that sliver of time out of our day that we spend on cards. Now we get a full week of it. We get to hang out with our friends. We get to hang out with trying to find new cardboard. I'm really fucking excited. I I am like, I'm going to hang out with my brother. We're going to kick it. We're going to be searching for cards. I've got some stuff I've got. I got my eye on, but just, I think this is just so fun and it's just what the hobby needs right now. So I'm pumped up, but hopefully you all got, um, something out of that conversation with Kevin Randall, the captain 37, always enjoy those conversations. I got a lot of good feedback. I think it, again, I'll state this again, like the advice that Kevin shared on the show transcends the national. It is a, basically a part of every show you what he said can be applied. And it's actually like a part of life in general. It was funny when I posted a clip promoting the episode, I got a comment from Timmer's card, shout out Timmer's cards, but he's basically said to so just basically on his comment was just basically be a good human, like good advice. And that's right. Like a lot of the stuff comes down to communication and communication is something that I think deeply about when I am trying to organize my life. I'm responsible for communication at work then good communication gets a lot of things accomplished quicker than bad communication. And when we talk about good communication, we need to really think about it in the buckets that make up good communication. There's typically like five things that I think make up good communication. So this is me trying to put an exclamation point on a lot of stuff Kevin said. Number one, trust. So great communication builds trust. And I think when you're thinking about People you're meeting at the show, when you're thinking about friends that you've met that are from online that you're going to see for the first time, if you're thinking about making deals, if you're thinking about negotiating, like the one thing you want to be able to develop is that trust. And the best way to develop trust is through great, great communication. Part, another thing along with great communication is clarity. You want to be clear. You want to be concise. You want to make sure that what you say in your message, when you're bullshitting with friends. Over dinner, or when you're trying to figure out how you can get that card in your collection from the dealer behind the showcase, it's just being clear. Clarity really goes a long way. And it's next, it's the language you use. You wanna make sure you use language that's not threatening. You wanna use language that's like you're talking to your friend, but you're very direct. You wanna also be relevant. Relevance is very, very important. You wanna make sure that when you're talking about prices, the prices that you're talking about are relevant. If you're talking about cards and you're trying to make a trade, the trade and the cards that you're trying to uh, get done are relevant to the person that you're working with. And finally, it's feedback. Like, I love feedback. And I think it's really good. Like, when you're trying to talk with someone or you're trying to be clear in communication, you have a proposal for them. Don't just shove it down their throat. Ask for feedback. Asking the follow-up question can go a long way. What do you think about this? Does this work for you? How does this fit into what your goals your goals you're trying to complete? What do you think of this card? Asking the question gets you the right feedback. And usually, when you have trust, when you have clarity, when you have good language, relevance, and feedback, those are the core ingredients for great communication. And I believe it's the foundational stuff, like great communication, in those elements that will help. You get your deals done quicker and the cards will end up in your PC at this big freaking show and you'll be excited. You'll 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 text your buddies. You'll say, I can't believe I got this card. And I promise you, if you're able to get those deals done, the big reason why is because your communication. So make sure you're being intentional. I want to shout out my man, Adam Gelman at WWE Gelman on the Instagram machine. He is with a whole group of other people are hosting Chicago main event. Um, it is a dedicated ancillary event on Friday of the national. Um, I believe it's the Hyatt Regency. Um, you can email Chicago Main Event2023 at gmail.com if you want to get be a part of this uh, event. If are you into wrestling cards? Are you thinking about wrestling cards? Do you want, do you want more information on the wrestling card community? There's gonna be a group of passionate collectors as a part of this event. I know Panini's sponsoring it. Adam is coming on the show on Friday, the same day that the event is, to talk a little bit about it. He is a community organizer when it comes to wrestling card stuff. He's a passionate collector. I think it's really cool to see wrestling cards gain this sort of platform, that they have their own ancillary event at the show. So we're going to dig into that on Friday. So if you, Even if you're not a wrestling card collector, I think you're going to really enjoy listening to Adam and how passionate he is about organizing around uh, this event. I think one thing in the preparation and the lead up to the national that has been on my mind is that the hobby comes at you fast and you can't ever really be prepared. So you have, sometimes you just have to make moves. I think maturation as a collector is understanding kind of what's real and what's not. And I think one thing that doesn't work and is not real is timing the market. I don't think it's not real. And I'll beat this drum till the day I die. And part of the reason that an example about this is just like Patrick Mahomes, like like Patrick Mahomes has done everything. I've stated this on this. He did everything possible to elevate his card market to the next limits. Won a Super Bowl. He's been the best player of any sport, consistent player of any sport since I've been back in the hobby. Won a second Super Bowl this year and his card prices were going down. And a part of this is because there are conditions outside of our control and the player's control that impact the market in the card prices. So I don't think like waiting. I don't think timing stuff. It just doesn't matter. Like if there are cards that are coming your way and you need them and you want them and or you need to sell something because you need to get something else, like don't wait, just fucking go. Like go, go, go. The more you go, the more you turn over your cards to get the cards you want. You have that high volume of activity and getting cards and landing them and not wait, waiting or not hesitating. That has been something that's always been worked out for me. And I Said this on a couple shows uh, this past week, and one in particular, I want to shout out my man who also will be a, is helping put on the Chicago main event, Shane Sports Card Nobody. I was on his show this past week. Check out his pod; I like what he's doing. But I referenced we were at, we were talking about just like the national and like preparation. And I referenced Kyle from Wax Museum in one of his episodes, and he talked about like if cards are coming your way before the show, like. Ask yourself, like, just get them. Like, you shouldn't just hold back because they're not at the national. And I, obviously, that resonated with me as I just spent a lot of money outside of my national budget on an Andrew Luck lot that just came my way. And that's the stuff, though, I would have been digging and looking for at the national. So I think, like, t- again, timing just like doesn't matter. And like the the hobby comes at you fast and doesn't care and just goes. So I think. You have to have this balance of like the unknown versus what's certain. And I think deals coming your way before the shows are a good thing. And they're a good thing because they give you a signal that you have a brand. People know to come to you because they want certain cards. Giving People giving you first cracks at cards is really good. That means you have a really good reputation around a player or a set or a parallel. And I think we should take advantage of those first cracks when we get them building those relationships, building those rapport, because what happens that collector has another card available because they're going to move into something else. Wouldn't you want them to come back to you the next time they have a card available? I think that's really important. I think we're all here. We're all trying to build for ourselves, make sure you're doing what makes you happy. I think having some sort of operating system for your collecting and your approach can help ground you. I think having values, having goals, and understanding the moves you want to make to get there is how I look at everything I'm doing. You sell stuff because it's got to fit within those values. If it doesn't fit within that, those values or those goals you have as a collection, those are the cards you let go of. I think collecting is living and breathing. We've got to take advantage of the equity in our PC. We got to. If it aligns with what you're doing, don't look back. I'm in the curation business for work. Product we're building, product we took the market is about curation. So I think deeply about curation. I think curation is what it's all about. We're all curating our collections. Consistency. We are the CEOs of our motherfucking PCs. That's what we are. Okay, that's what we are. And so we're in control. And we need to curate the best collections for ourselves. And you know what happens along the way? Other people get to see it. They begin to understand. You are that collector. You love that player. You love that set. And the more you share your damn cards and the more you curate that collection, the more you're going to attract those cards in your PC. I'm not just bullshitting and saying it. I am a collector who is doing this and it works. I'm telling you, I'm excited. I'm fired up. We're going to close out this episode here. I asked a question on the Instagram machine this week and I asked people, the National will be a success for me if... And here are the responses. So I'm going to run through these. I haven't read them, but we're going to close it out on this note. Before we exit, there are a bunch of you right now that are setting up at the National. You're day one. You're getting excited. You're going to go out too hard tonight. You're going to feel like shit on Thursday. It's okay. We're all here together. Drink plenty of water. Make sure you take care of yourself. Get those meals in. Um, We're going to start here. BST cards. Cuts. I get all my hobby friends to sign my custom jersey. Okay. BST Cards in Cuts. He's got a custom jersey at the show. Make sure you sign it. East Tennessee Card Collector. If I can connect with new collectors and pick up a few cards for my PC. I love the simplicity. Great, great, great goal. Green Mamba Cards. Consolidate current exquisite patent collection into bigger... Exquisite Peyton pieces. How about that? I would love to see those co- those cards. Yo, Hio sports cards. I take take it easy. Enjoy the time around good friends and cardboard. Shout out Steve Vintage Pacers. Anyone finds me a copy of thirteen fourteen Prism Blue George Hill putting out the bad signal? Look for this card. Digging through boxes, you find a thirteen fourteen Prism Blue George Hill. Hit up Vintage Pacers. Mostly 90s basketball cards. If I get to meet and hang out with a bunch of my friends, of my IG friends, hear that. Cards and sneaks. It's special whether it's cards or people. Something to remember it by. Agreed. Sports card struggles. I'm able to meet a few people from IG. Let's go. LSU Tiger Collector 65. My wife doesn't found out how much I intend to do or in fact spend. I hear you. I hit the bank earlier. And my wife asked me how much I was taking. And when I (laughs) said the number, she just, I think she was trying to wrap her head around it. But uh, yeah, we don't need to get into the details all the time. Nostalgia cards. If I spend my whole budget while I'm feeling confident in what I bought, it's easy. Love it. Iowa Dave. Shout out Iowa Dave. I get to meet people I've spoken with only online. Brax Ball Cards. I fill one Zion case with new goat grails and another one with stacks and stacks of racks. Do your things, Brax Ball Cards. Charm City Tim, someone finds a card I need and picks it up for me. Look out for your fellow brothers. Trading Card Finds. I was actually going if I was actually going. Mad City Collector. I see some fellow collectors and cool cards. No purchases needed to be a success. May Sports, I make 10 lasting hobby connections with more experienced collectors. Much to learn. Love the learning mindset. Slab Town Cards. Find a 2013 Prism Black or Black Mosaic Wilt. Wow. That would be dope. Kevin M. Cormier. I complete at least one set that I'm so close to finishing. Love a good set. Collect, finish. Eastern CT sports cards. I get to reconnect with friends I haven't seen in five years. My man Drake's PC. I get to spend time with everyone I plan to. Ginter Gold Fever. I meet a few IG folks on my list. Seven Forty Smith cards. Have fun. Zanu Twenty Three sports cards. I find one bigger cards on my wish list. Henry Rowan Gardner cards. Pick up one target for the PC. AJM cards. Nineteen ninety four. If I can find the one card I'm after and make at least one new relationship. Everybody who is listening to the show, who is not at the National, we're all here to help. If you're out there and you need something, holler at one of your friends. If you're going to the show, let's do this. Let's freaking go. This is the one time of the year where we all get together in this magnitude and do what we do and do what we love. And that is collect some damn sports cards, trade some, sell some. Hang out with our friends. This is going to be awesome. This is going to kick ass. There's going to be so much excitement and momentum in the rooms. Be kind to people. Be kind to your fellow collector. Be fair. Make sure you use good communication. Say thank you. We're all going to be kids again. What do our parents tell us when when you're a parent to your kids? What do you tell them? Say thank you. Say please. Like just be a kind person. It'll go a long way. We'll get the deals we want done. I'm excited. I'm going to be out there. Let's freaking go. Um, one thing I want to say in closing is just be safe. Make sure you be cautious and make sure you're looking out for everyone else. We'll talk to you Friday, WWE Gilman talking some wrestling cards at the National. Peace out.